You have reached Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey, a ministry and podcast of the Discover Young Adults Ministry at the Preston Crest Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. We meet at 945 on Sunday mornings, and we have small groups all throughout the week. We are located at Preston Road and Highway 635 in North Dallas. My name is Jacob Hawk. I'm the Young Adults Minister and the host of this podcast. It doesn't matter if you are single, dating, if you want to be dating, if you're married, if you want to be married, or if you're divorced, or if you're trying to figure out at what stage of life you are passing through. At the Discover Young Adults Ministry, we want to help you discover life, discover love, and discover the Lord. If I can help you or serve you in any way, or if I can pray for you, please email me at jacob at pressandcrest.org. Well, I want to welcome you to Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey. This is our first episode in 2022. It has been several weeks now since we had a new episode. I hope that you had a great Christmas and New Year's with family and that your 2022 is off to a good start. Maybe you have contracted the Omicron variant of COVID as it is surging across our nation but hopefully you and your family are doing well. Well, I wanted to think about what we should discuss as we begin this new year, and we have some series that are planned that will be coming soon, but as we are waiting for those series to begin, I thought it would be interesting just to talk about one of everyone's favorite New Year's resolutions, and that's losing weight. It comes as no surprise that every single year it is the greatest, most commonly offered New Year's resolution to drop some pounds, to get healthier, to eat better. And most people are thinking about that as they begin yet another year with another goal of becoming the new and better them. If you're still listening to this, I guess I'm a little bit encouraged because if you're anything like me, You get tired of hearing about weight loss or different strategies or different programs, but the type of weight loss we're going to talk about today really is not physical in nature. It's much more spiritual in nature. But our society is obsessed with losing weight, being thin. Every line at the grocery store is magazines staring holes right through your chest telling you how to lose weight how you need to be more like the people on the cover. And there are countless gimmicks out there. My favorite one was a magazine a few months ago that said, How I lost 32 pounds last month by eating just two cookies a day. I wanted to say, well, sign me up for that diet. Who wouldn't want that type of eating program with those type of results? It's all over the TV, infomercials buzz across the screen every 20 minutes telling you how to drop some pounds. There are new exercise programs every year, new franchise gyms opening on every corner. Anywhere you look, anywhere you go, people are telling you how to lose weight or to get healthier. But again, God does too. Because losing weight spiritually speaking, 
is very important. In fact, listen to how the writer of Hebrews describes the process. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. The writer says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author, the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. What does that have anything to do with losing weight? Well, to be honest with you, I believe that Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, really provides for us a three-step spiritual diet. And here's the first step from the pen of the Hebrew writer. Throw off everything that hinders. If a doctor puts you on a diet, that's the first thing they're going to tell you to do is get rid of the things that keep you from losing weight. It's impossible to it's impossible to simply lose weight through exercise. You can swim 100 laps or run 100 miles, but if you don't change the way that you eat, it's not going to do any good. One person said you cannot outrun your fork. And so they say throw off those things that just absolutely destroy your diet, which In my opinion, these are all the things that taste really good. Have less salt, no sugar, very few breads and grains, lots of protein, lean protein at that, can't even have the fatty protein, and lots of green vegetables. By the way, a lot of things that not even the doctors will eat. But the writer of Hebrews is kind of saying the same thing. If you want to be spiritually healthy and spiritually fit, You need to throw off those things that keep you from being that way. In Colossians chapter 3, Paul used this language to describe the same idea. Put to death whatever belongs to your earthly nature. You remember the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife? She tries to seduce Joseph. He says no. He He runs from that setting with all of his might, leaving his coat behind. Joseph was willing to leave the very thing that could have kept him in a bad situation. He chose being accused of the crime by throwing off his coat rather than being caught in the act of doing it. There are a lot of times we don't leave the coat behind. We don't throw off what's hindering us. And before we know it, we are caught in the act. And so I think the writer of Hebrews gives us a beautiful strategy for losing the spiritual baggage that weighs us down. Be a little bit more like Joseph. Let go of it. Throw it off. Put it to death. And live a new life. But then the writer of Hebrews gives us the second step in the diet plan. After he says to throw off everything that hinders, then he says, 
run with perseverance. Yes, you have to eat right to lose weight, and it won't happen if you don't change your diet. But if you want to speed up the process and make it more effective, doctors say do a little bit of exercise. Exercise gets your heart rate up, it burns calories, it pumps endorphins into your body, which affects your emotional health. It just makes you feel better all around about yourself and better physically. And the same is true for your spiritual health. If you want to feel better, if you want to have more motivation, if you just want to be more confident in your walk with Jesus, you have to get busy doing something. I think a lot of times we feel spiritually sluggish because we're lazy. We know the story of the gospel, but Jesus doesn't come alive because we aren't acting on the very things that we know. That's exactly what happened to the church at Laodicea in Revelation chapter 3. Do you remember what Jesus said about that church? Jesus said they were lukewarm. They were neither hot nor cold. And you know what Jesus said about them. He said, I just want to spit you out of my mouth. When was the last time you asked yourself, am I lukewarm? Am I neither hot nor cold? Coming to church doesn't make you cold, but it doesn't make you hot either. You have to do more than just come. If we want to lose that spiritual weight that's dragging us down, we run with perseverance. And we run with perseverance by getting busy doing something for Christ and for his church and for his people and for the kingdom around the world. But then there's the third step to the diet plan from the writer of Hebrews. He says, fix your eyes on Jesus. Have a goal. Have a focus. You know, to lose weight, to get healthier, you have to have a focus, a goal. Sometimes people phrase it this way. You have to know your why, your purpose. And doing it on your own is impossible. There's always a reason to quit. But if you have the focus, if you know your why, quitting becomes less common. And the writer tells us there's no better goal, there's no better focus, there's no better why than Jesus. When we throw off everything that hinders us, we know why we're doing it. It's because of Jesus. He threw everything off for us, and so we throw everything off for him. When we run with perseverance, we know why we're doing it. It's because of Jesus. We want to get busy serving him because he is way too important for us to sit on our hands and do nothing. And the writer gives us beautiful wisdom on how we keep Jesus as that focus, on how we keep Jesus as our why. He says in verse 3, to keep us from growing weary and losing heart, we consider him. 
when we think about wanting to quit, we think about what he endured. Being cast out of towns and synagogues, being betrayed by his own, walking that long, dusty road to his death, carrying his own cross. How easy it would have been for him to give up. But he never did. And if he could do that for us, knowing that we would let him down, certainly we can do that for him, knowing that he will never disappoint us. Yeah, changing your diet, it's not fun. No one wakes up in the morning and says, man, I'd really like to deprive myself today. I'd really like to eat less calories than I ate yesterday. I'd really like to get on a treadmill and sweat. But eventually, dieting and exercise and healthy living, it becomes a lifestyle if you stick with it. I've been told that eventually you even stop craving sugar. Now, I've never experienced that in my life. I've been told that's true, and I'd like to eventually find out if it is. But I do know, at least with exercise, once you get used to it, you enjoy it. You want to do it. And I think Scripture implies that it works that same way with faith. When you finally become spiritually healthy, you enjoy it. And you'll never consider going back to a lifestyle that wasn't. It's a really sad situation when a doctor has to tell a patient, things have gotten way out of hand. If you don't change the way you eat, if you don't change the way you're living, it will take your life. And the writer of Hebrews kind of gives the same message. He says, if you don't throw off the things that hinder you, if you don't run with perseverance, if you don't fix your eyes on Jesus, you will die. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but eventually it will catch up with you. And so as you think about this new year and those resolutions, as you think about maybe losing weight and getting a little bit healthier, go beyond the physical realm and think about the spiritual realm. Get on that spiritual diet. Get on that spiritual plan and fix your eyes on Jesus. I hope that 2022 has begun with gusto in your house. If it hasn't, it's certainly not too late to turn it around and begin this new year the way that you wanted it to begin. I look forward to traveling down this journey with you this year on Road Talk, and I hope that you will join us for our new series beginning very soon. Take good care. As always, keep your eyes on heaven, and I look forward to talking with you next time.